Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And now, 106.3 WORD proudly presents Hot Rods and Happy Custom car and hot rod enthusiasts together for a weekly chat. Here are your hosts, Rob Pitts and Odd Rod, live and local on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod. Yes, sir. We got Valentine's Day coming up. In a couple days. I'm telling you. And I see you brought your beautiful wife in here with us. I did, I did. I mean, you know what I mean? Love is in the air. And I mean, I know this is a car show. We talk about all kinds of car things and automotive stuff and how to, but you know what? Car guy's got to have a car girl, too. Can't be in this alone. No, 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 that's absolutely correct. So what are you doing for Valentine's for your for your Valentine? I can't tell you that, Rob. She's, she's right here, for good Lord's sake. Give me a hint. Mm, flowers, chocolate. Really? All right, I'll change you all in her car. What do you want? I mean, that is romantic. I mean, you know, you'll rotate her tires, too. <laughs> you daggum right. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Moving Horrible. on. Hi, Jessica. Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Hi, guys. We have Robert's beautiful wife, Jessica. Jessica is the coolest chick ever because I'm going to tell you something, guys. If you've ever met Odd Rod, you will understand. <laughs> if she puts up with this guy, she is a saint. She has a free pass to heaven. I promise you. It, that's rude. But you're a good guy. I like yeah. you. I like you, Odd Rod. You're okay. I'm a quality. You know what? I, when I met Jessica, you're an acquired taste. <laughs> we won't go there. Uh, when, when I met Jessica, I had a '63 Chevy uh, Bel Air, which I truly miss. And uh, you know, Jessica on the side of the road after leaving church one Sunday, you know, ain't been back. She helped me change the uh, fuel pump, and, that, and her Sunday best. But, but you know what? That, that's love. That's when I knew I was going to marry her. I want to tell you something. When you have your your lady friend on the side of the road helping you wrench. In That's a dress. In a dress. In a dress. Well, I mean, I'm glad you weren't the one in the dress. Well, maybe I was. <laughs> it's one of them kind of places, huh? Exactly. But but you know what I'm saying. I mean, that's love right there. And that's the thing about car guys and car girls when they get together. And that's what I'm talking about today. And I think this first segment would be awesome to talk about. I, I want to ask Jessica some questions. Well, before you do that, I actually wrote Jessica a little poem. You wrote her a poem? I did. I did. I'm, I'm quite the poet. You're the poet and didn't know it. Yes. Would you like me to? Would you like me to recite my poem? Can you make a rhyme anytime? I can. All right. So here we go. You ready? No. And no. So Jessica, are you ready? I think that's what we need to ask you. Sure. Bring it on. I feel so bad because I'm sitting in between these guys <laughs> right now. I have Robert on my right. I have Jessica on my left, and he's singing a love poem, giving her I'm not love singing. Eyes. I'm not singing. Okay. Let's hope he's not singing it. All right. Here we go. Camden slammed, geared and feared. I love you on those off days, even when you're acting weird. I buy you things that bring torque and power. My love for you will never go sour. Tire gloss is black, burnt oil is too. Popular hot rodding says it best the way I feel about you. Aww. Tear. That's deep. That's that really. I mean, I, I want to tell you something right now. I'm like, I'm turned on right now. Yeah, I was looking at the wagon while I was right now. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 
I'm pretty sure you were looking at the station wagon. I, I really I, felt like that was to the car and not to me. I so. had a whole. I mean, like I had a Hallmark <laughs> moment. Like I, if I opened a card and that was in it, you know what? If Hallmark wants to call me. I th- you know what? We can work out a deal. Hallmark, if you're listening right now, Odd Rod is available for some awesome greetings for your cards. <laughs> they're, oh, man. they're automotively related. Automotive. Love, love and automobiles. Love and tires. Love and tires. Love and tires. That's I a good love line. That was a great poem, though. That, that was really creative. That was straight from the heart. Straight so, from the heart. So, okay, now I want to shift gears just a little bit because I want to talk to Jessica right now. I talk to you all the time. I'm tired of looking at you. I'm looking at her now. A lot better to look at. All right. So Jessica, what is some of the craziest things he's done for you for Valentine's Day? What's what's a typical Valentine's Day with Robert or Odd Rod? Um, typical is probably going out to the movies and the the usual. When Fast and Furious is playing, by the way. Yeah, it's a it's a car related movie of sorts. Because nothing says love like Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. Exactly. <laughs> okay, maybe you guys are meant to be. I'm no Chuck Wooler or nothing, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, and that's, you know, that's that's the thing that's fun about it, though. You guys go on hot dates and all stuff, but you come to all the car shows too. I mean, you're like a trooper. I mean, like I love car shows. I've been going to car shows all my life. You know, after about eight hours of it, I've got my feel for it. You guys are still kicking. I mean, like strong. It's what we do. I mean, and that's the thing. That's love. I mean, that's like a team. Our first, some of our first dates were actually at car shows. That's where all the best dates start, right? I mean, when you build when you build a relationship on the automotive world, you know it's destined to be great. Well, I mean, this is the thing: you have like interests. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if she didn't like cars and you drug her to car shows, obviously this isn't going to work. But if she likes cars and you like cars, well, she has to like cars, honey. Honey, tell us a little bit about where you work and what you do. Well, I work at BMW in the body shop. Um, I'm on the X4 line. And Dude, what was that? Where, where did you work again? BMW. Oh, okay. As I was say, because I thought I heard a W in there somewhere. W. I was not aware there was a D U B Y A at the end of B M. <laughs> w. 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 I love it. But I mean, that's the thing. So she works a car related job, and I mean, you know, that's a cool thing. But there's more to it than that. I'm talking about, you know, not at work. I mean, technically, you know, you use your right hand. I mean, you're you're an artist, you know, Rod. So this. This is the thing that's that, that you know what I'm saying. I'm like she has a more car related job than you do, but on your time off, your time together, you guys do. I mean, you go to car functions. I mean, like when we're putting on a show or something. I mean, Jessica is there. Always. Je- Jessica is like the den mom. You know, she takes care. She makes sure like we all have sunscreen and water and stuff. I mean, this. I mean, you could you knocked it out of the park. I did. I did a good I, job. I will give you a attaboy on that one, right off the bat. Watch, watch, watch this. I have a question for Jessica. Jessica, we're going to watch a movie tonight. It's going to be Dirty Dancing or American Graffiti? Both. Ah, let me down. Both. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, that Patrick Swayze gets me too sometimes. You know what? Exactly. He's a sweetheart. Yeah, if, uh, you know, I would like to be Chris Farley in the scene dancing with Patrick Swayze. Really? Yeah. You was... took probably one of the most romantic chick flicks in the world, and we're getting way off subject here, and you put Chris Farley in there. Yeah. All right, let's get back on subject. You're now. killing me. All right, I'll tell you what, Jessica. You know what? I want to play... I want to I want to play love connection here. I want to see how compatible you two are. Hmm. All right. So this is what I'm going to do. I got Robert. I got Odd Rod on my right. I've got Jessica on my left. All right. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you three questions. Okay. About Jessica Odd Rod, and this is what I want you to do. And then I'm going to ask you three questions about Robert or Odd Rod, Jessica. 
All right. Okay. Okay, Let's you go ready? For it. Don't rush the host. <laughs> All right, Odd Rod. What's up? What's Jessica's favorite flavor of ice cream? And the clock's ticking. Cookies and cream. All right. Jessica, is he correct? It works. No, we don't know. What's your favorite flavor? I don't have a favorite, so anything chocolate related. On a technicality. All right, Robert. Odd Rod. <laughs> Get my name right. What size ring does Jessica wear? Nine. Bingo. Bingo. Ding. You got one right. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Question number three. Mm-hmm. What size shoe does Jessica wear, Odd Rod? Nine. Yes. Ding. Bam. You got it. Mm. Okay. You did okay. So you got two and a half. All right. Okay, Jessica. This is about Odd Rod. What year is his station wagon? 91. Perfecto. Perfecto. All right. What size shoe does Odd Rod wear? 13. Perfecto. You know what they say about a man with big shoes? He got some big socks, too. Saying. (laughs) You scare me. (laughs) Don't touch me. (laughs) All right. Last question. Hmm. What's his favorite color? Blue. Correct. All right, she got a perfect score, and you got two and a half. I guess you guys are compatible. I mean, I'm no Neil Clark Warren, and this ain't eHarmony, but, hey, you guys must be doing something right. <laughs> All right, guys, i tell you what. You want to stick around the Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We got a lot of surprises. Hey, you didn't bring your date today, so we're going we're gonna to call no, her. No, we're no, gonna no we're going to call my date. We're going to call my Valentine. But I'm going to tell you something, guys. We've got a really, really great show planned for you today, so stick around. We're going to play a little little matchmaker here in the next segment. Yeah, that was just a preview of what you're going to see next. That's right. It's just a preview. We're going to play matchmaker in the next segment with our segment, Hot Rods and Heartstrings. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I tell you what, guys, and we got a very special call-in guest, my very first crush, and also a, uh, a, legend. a legend. A legend. I think that's a good one right there, guys. Stay tuned. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 106.3 WORD. Never miss Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Listen on demand. Hit the podcast link at 1063WORD.com. Getting eight miles to the gallon and love in every minute of it. This is Hot Rods and Happy Hour with Rob and Odd Rod on 1063 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Heartstrings. Uh, Rob, I think that's happy hour. No, it's heartstrings because we're the car people dating show this segment, guys. That's right. We were talking about it on social media, hot rods and heartstrings. We're going to bring two car people together, and we picked out our lucky contestants. Hot Rod, who do we have? We have Mr. John Dietz and Miss Johnny Turner. Johnny Turner. Johnny, I tell you what, we're going to start off with you first. We're going to ask you a few questions about John, and we're going to see what your answers are. First thing that pops in your mind. Johnny, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. All right, so i got three questions for you whenever you're ready. Okay, go ahead. All right, first of all, what is the color of John's Challenger? B5 blue. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, next question. What was John's first car? It was a Dodge van. Very good, very very good. good. See, we already talked John, and we know these answers. This is very good. All right, next question. What is one event... One car show event John never misses. Power tour. We'll accept that answer. He said you might say that. We'll accept that. So that's perfect. I mean, you did a great job. You knew all three. That's great. 
We're going to see if John knows all three questions about you, though. This is where it's going to get interesting, guys. All right, John, it's your turn up next. We got three questions for you, rapid fire. Rob, you want to take it away? I got them. John, if you had to pick Johnny's dream car, what would it be? Uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> got him. Right off the bat. This isn't a good start, John. A Hellcat. A Hellcat Challenger. Okay. Question yeah. two. Does Johnny love going to every car show? No. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. All no. right. Question number three. Would Johnny rather go shopping for car parts or go to the mall shopping? Go to the mall. Well, you got one out of three, John. One out of three. Are you serious? Yes. But this is the thing, though. You know what? This is our dating show, and we know it's hard enough for guys, car guys, to find good car girls, and we just think Johnny's good people. So you know what? I think they should win. Don't you? I think we're definitely winning. But by the way, so you just have this in your bank of knowledge. Yeah. Her dream car is Air National Scout. Damn. Yeah. I'm telling you something. You need to to learn these things. And... And she said she does enjoy going to every car show event. She does. Which I think's a lie. I'm just throwing out. Well, I was thinking of the real hot days. Well, you know, I was taking you know, out of Because there's days I don't like every car show because it's 110 degrees. I'm with you there, buddy. <laughs> there. I mean, I've, I've been married a few times. I've been dragging a lot of women to car shows in my life. And I had met one yet that was like gung-ho for every one of them. So. If you meet her, you, we need to find her sister because I'd love to meet her. <laughs> yeah. All right, John. I want to thank you and Johnny for playing along with this little game. As our gift from Intercom from Hot Rods and Happy Hour, we got a uh, $50 gift certificate to Bonefish Grill in Greenville. All right. So we know you're on the road a lot, and you and Johnny you live a busy life, but this way you guys will uh, have a little date night on us. That sounds great. All right, John. Johnny, thanks for playing along, guys. I appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Bye now. That was kind of fun, though. I feel like we made a love connection just now. I, like, I feel like we did. I, think I we feel like rekindled. Chuck Woolery. Yeah, we rekindled the fire. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I love two hot rod lovebirds speaking going to get of, some good food. Hang on. Speaking of lovebirds, where is yours? My Valentine's coming up next, buddy. I want to tell you something. I'm going to give you a couple hints. Lay them on me. Let's see. Mm, NHRA. Okay, that's that's a bunch of guys. No, this ain't no guy. This is a classy lady. Mm. I'll tell you what. How about a three-time top fuel world champion? Well, that's not any of the Force Girls, so that rules that out. No, 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 it's not the so Force Girls. We're going to have to go a little older, I see. A little old school right there. Let's see. Uh, mm, she made a movie. They had a movie about her life. Ooh, I yeah. think I know who it is right there. Really, you do? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, I won't tell you anyway. Surely Cha-Cha Muldowney is our call-in guest next, and this is going to be exciting, guys. This lady has lived a life like no other. Yeah, she's been through the ringer. I, I definitely say that. She, she and set, the wall the, a few times, too. And the wall. She's, uh, she set the standard for drag racing. Well, I mean, she's a legend. I mean, in every sense of the word. I mean, this lady came up through the ranks, and you got to think about it. Without Shirley Muldowney, there would never be any of the Force Girls. There wouldn't be an Erica Enders. There wouldn't be anybody because she paved the way for these people. I mean, she gave me the idea. I mean, you know, and, and in an interview we got coming up, guys, you you do not want to miss this. I mean, we hit on so many things, and this is probably one of the coolest interviews we've ever done. 
She is a plethora of knowledge and sharp as a tack. And my first crush growing up. Growing up in a drag racing family, I remember Shirley Muldowney. I knew who she was before I knew who Ronald McDonald was when I was a kid. You know, I think it was the other way around for me. I, I knew who Ronald McDonald was before Shirley. Well, I didn't want to say anything, but since you did, I'd ride. <laughs> anyway, but I mean, that's the thing about it, though. I mean, this this lady is a living legend, and she's still helping people to this day. How you mean? Well, she's got her foundation, Shirley's Kids, and they're doing lots of great things for people, and she's going to touch on that here in just a little bit. But uh, let's just talk about some of the accomplishments that Shirley Muldowney, she actually quit racing. She retired in 2003. She got her top fuel NHRA license in 1973, I believe it was, 1973. She got her top fuel license in NHRA. That's very impressive, actually. Four years later, she was the world champion in top fuel. Just to let you know how serious she was. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, There's people that have been in top fuel for decades and was never a champion. Four years, she came in and dominated. And see, it was interesting because the NHRA actually didn't want her there to begin with. No, it didn't. And, and we're going to touch on this in an interview because she could tell you better than anybody the interesting story. I mean, this lady has lived a life like no other. I mean, this is all she's ever done. Since she was 16 years old, she's been racing in one form or another. You know, and then, you know... Through the crash, she bounced back from that. She had a major crash in 84. Yeah, the one in Canada, right below Montreal. Uh, She actually broke both her legs, both hands, tore a thumb off, broke her pelvis. She was in physical therapy for 18 months and had six surgeries. And literally in 18 months, she was back at the Winter Nationals in 1986 racing again. And won. Well, she set a record. That's, right off, that's right, winning. Li- that's really. winning. <laughs> but I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Like, fresh out of the trailer, that car, she set a record. I mean, that, that's the thing about this lady. I mean, she is, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And I mean, like, you know, look at the movie. And it's just like the movie, Heart Like a Wheel. I mean, it's, it's you know, got a few things in it that are a little off, you know, a little movie magic in there. But all in all, it's pretty detailed out about how things went out. And that was a great movie. And I mean, and that movie did so much for NHRA. I mean, it brought a lot of people to drag racing and never really knew much about it. Yeah, I mean, and, and the movie is a legendary movie. It's a great movie. It's, it's a, a classic car guy movie. Exactly. It's definitely worth a watch. But we'll let Shirley talk more about this because, I mean, she, like you said, is a plethora of knowledge and I'd say it's an absolute honor for someone my age to get to speak to someone of her age and who has been through the life that she has been through. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, and that's coming up next. i tell you what, guys, you want to stay tuned for that. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. This is Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hit our Facebook and Instagram links at 106.3 WORD.com. Getting eight miles to the gallon and loving every minute of it. This is Hot Rods and Happy Hour with Rob and Odd Rod on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod. Yes, sir. I tell you what, you know, I said we had a special call-in guest. Yes, sir. And you know what? I have not led you wrong yet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Mrs. Shirley Muldowney. Hey. Thank you. For- you, you pronounced it right. 
I hear malarkey, Malone. I hear it. I hear it all. You'd be surprised. I've I've, I've heard that name several times throughout my life, and I've said it several times. Yeah, it's a nice name. When I remarried, I didn't change my name. Boy, am I glad when I got divorced. Was I glad that was my choice? That's right. That's right. (laughs) It's too pretty a name to change. It's it's like I was joking around with with Odd Rod, my buddy that helps me do the show. We're we're talking about it. I knew who you were before I knew who Ronald McDonald was. I mean, that's the thing. Like growing yeah. up, you were you were my childhood hero. I mean, grow up in a drag racing family like this, and I mean, just I mean the pink the pink top fuel cars, and and I'll just I mean, just in my head, I see it all, you know. And a heart like I have it on VHS tape. I mean, that's yeah. That's- I mean, Considered an art, a classic in Hollywood still. Well, I mean, the thing is, though, drag racing has never gotten the respect in the no, media. No, uh, NASCAR robbed us. They picked our pockets so bad, and I t- it, still, it still galls me to this day. Because, you know, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are a bunch of whining, sniveling crybabies. And that's and they just you know they're swimming in dough, and they they just don't have any respect. I can give show them some respect. I just strap them in one of those funny cars. Exactly. We'll teach them. We'll well, give, we'll give them a but, lesson. But, but that's the thing with it, though. I mean, NASCAR, you know, gets you know you have you sell major uh, major channels every week. NHRA all the way up to the last few years. I mean, unless you just had it on cable TV, you didn't see it. Oh, yeah, but there was a race at a racetrack somewhere in the United States every single weekend. Exactly. We'd, be, we'd be trucking out to the West Coast, you know, and uh, you know, pull a long trailer with a top fuel car and, and four people in a dually. And, 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 you know, nonstop. And we would uh, be heading to the West Coast. And, I mean, you'd see them coming east, like, you know, one, two, three, four, in trains. In actual trains, so uh, I miss it. I miss the match racing. That's where we made the real money, and uh, NHRA did away with all of that. You can't even match race today. Uh, they consider that testing, and of course, we're making money, but testing is uh, is not allowed, which is the damnedest thing. I mean, I can't figure it out. Well, that's 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 crazy. I mean, because I mean, that's a very expensive sport. I mean. Drag race, and especially today. I mean, well, it is, it is, and I'll tell you what they've done. They've turned it into a gigantic money pit, and I, I see these aspiring young, you know, wannabe racers hanging over the guardrail or the fence, if you will, and um, they want to do it so bad. And you know, the chance of them getting their foot in the door. I mean, it's a pipe dream. You'd be better off buying lottery tickets. Absolutely. It's a sport that has made millionaires moderately wealthy. Many of them. (laughs) The fastest way to make a small fortune in drag racing is to start with a large one. Exactly. And, boy, it'll put you in the poorhouse. So that is the thing that basically drove me out. The cost of it, and I, you know, I drove the fuel cars for 33 years, and there was a time there in uh, oh, 2000, right up till uh, well, I would say 1995 to 2003 when I retired. Um, it was I was the only nitro fuel racer, funny car or or top fuel. I was the only one in the sport, non-sponsored, that made a living at it. 
I, I didn't have a you know a side you know a, a fleet of seven forty sevens or um, you know um, a big battery charger uh, factory or you know they, they're all rich guys out there and they do this. It's a tax write off. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you, I mean, you have to be a millionaire to even begin to get into this hobby. Well, I remember when I I was looking for I was looking for two million in '03. To get, to get me back out there, uh, and four million might get me off the starting line today. And I'm talking about a, a rig, race ready. You can't just buy a buy a semi and throw a top fuel car, and it has to be prepared. It has to be race ready. It has to be set up for a top fuel car. And now you need because the the TV and nothing against you know you, you media types, but now you need. Eight to ten guys full time to maintain the car and get it to the starting line between rounds, where they don't drop the light on you because you're a fifteen seconds late. Oh yeah, well I mean that's something. I mean like when you go to a big race, you know of course we're right here in South Carolina. So if you went to Z Max or if you went to Atlanta Dragway, you went to these tracks and you see like John Force and he's got four haulers there and all that stuff. Uh, the billions yeah. of dollars there. Yeah, well, see, that's what that's what hurts. I think that hurts the sport. And I like John. I have nothing against John at all. I think he's a great guy, great driver, all of that. But uh, he's got two daughters out there that, uh, you know, I'll tell you, if I said, oh, Ashley or Brittany or Courtney, or they're all any Y, so pick one. But I could say, Courtney, give me the firing order of a, you know, of an eight-cylinder. Give me a firing order of a, a Chrysler Hemi. I guarantee you, she couldn't. She could not spout that off. Yeah, that, that's old school, right there, though. And, and that's well, the yeah, she doesn't that. have to know that, okay? Yeah. But they don't really know. They just they don't know what's happening uh, with the car. They just have the basics down. Uh, the safety end of it's pretty good. These people that build and maintain the cars, that you know, they work on them and send those girls to the starting line. They're really, really good. They are really good at what they do, and I give these guys a lot of credit. They, they, not anyone in particular, but the way the sport used to be, a lot of them went to bed stupid, and they woke up really smart one day. <laughs> the, the components are now, I mean, you know, there's a, the longevity. I mean, they live a lot longer. The, 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 uh, it's just a much safer sport. It's, it's a, I think it's the best motorsports spectator sport there is. Much better than uh, you know all these 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 nip and tuck uh, NASCAR races uh, are pretty exciting too when they they win by an inch. But uh, got a you know a short track like a Bristol or something like that, or it puts me to sleep. They sound like sewing machines. Same thing as Indy cars, but it's nothing. Well, I'm spoiled. There is nothing on earth that sounds better than a nitro car when it's idling. And I, I wholeheartedly agree with you there. It's just, it's, it's just wonderful. I could stand there and listen to that all day. So again, like I told you, I'm, I'm spoiled. I, uh, uh, I get a chance to go, you want to go to NASCAR race? No. 
You want to go to an IMSA or whatever, you know, a road race? I was at Watkins Glen a couple of years ago. They were giving me a, a, a just a, you know, a, a little sightseeing tour because I had a, a, um, a, an assignment close to the racetrack. Nothing to do with it, but, I mean, it didn't interest me in the least. Oh, look at these cars. You know, that car right there is worth a million and a half. Really? Okay. <laughs> what, what, runs in the yeah, what do you base that on, you know? <laughs> so uh, it's just, again, I'm spoiled. Once you get a taste of those nitro cars, you either love them or hate them. And I have never met one person in my career that hated them. All right, hold that thought, Miss Shirley. That's right, guys. We're coming back with part two of this interview with Miss Shirley Muldowney. Stay tuned to Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 106.3 The Grow Nitro for your ears. Tank is full on Hot Rods and Happy Hour with Rob Pitts and Odd Rod. 106.3 WORD. Getting eight miles to the gallon and loving every minute of it. This is Hot Rods and Happy Hour with Rob and Odd Rod on 106.3 W-O-R-D. All right, everybody, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. I'm Odd Rod alongside with Rob Pitts, and we're talking to Shirley Muldowney. Shirley, well, this is Odd Rod here talking. Um, I just want to say I'm, I'm a 27-year-old, and what an honor it is to actually be able to talk to you. Um, I just have one question. You know, back in the, when you got started in drag racing, uh, you know, you, you read around, and, and women weren't very welcome in drag racing at that time, and you paved the way. What made you say, hey, I want to strap myself into one of these cars and go down the track? Well, I'll tell you how. I mean, it was real, real simple how it happened. I was uh, uh, I lived downtown. I was sort of like a street kid and lived in, uh, you know, a big old tenement apartment house and, uh, you know, not a lot of direction. My poor mother worked in a laundry and uh, my father was doing something. Uh, <laughs> um, but I started... Uh, Lack of anything else better to do. I hated school, but I started, uh, met a guy named uh, Jack Muldowney. I took a liking to him, and he used to give me a ride home from the uh, car hop restaurant I worked in. I'd rather work in a car hop kitchen of a car hop restaurant than go to school or pay attention in school. So that's, I met Jack. We used to street race, and that's how it all began. He taught me how to drive. And uh, a year and a half, uh, I got married. Um, I was married when I was uh, uh, 16 and a half years old. A uh, year and a half later, uh, uh, my son John was born. And we would take our street car, uh, which was a 58 Chevrolet. We would take our street car, the car I drove to work, and we would take it down to Fonda, New York, and run it on Wednesday nights on an eight-mile. Uh, it was paved, of course, but it was down through the center a road that was a pit road on Saturday night for the for the round round uh, stock cars went down through the center of a dirt half mile oval and that's what I did from fifty eight to sixty five and Jack Muldowney um, gas welded not heliarc <laughs> no such thing yeah, a but it was that right uh, he gas welded me a little B gas dragster. And that I got the license, and you know the rest is history. Everybody knows about the fight I had with NHRA and all of that. And you know, I was just, you know, they were not going to hear of it. And uh, it, uh, I just stood my ground. How long did it take Wally Parks to like start singing your tune? 
when his in-house lawyer told him, you can't do this. It's it discrimination. So, so needless to say, he just totally changed the way he was. Well, he knew he couldn't. He, you, right? he knew he couldn't. He couldn't get away with it because I was a, I was a brat. I stood my ground and I stomped my feet. And I mean, I wasn't gonna. I was gonna do anything I could. And ironically, at that same time, I was going through all that. I happened to work for a newspaper. I wasn't anything. To brag about, I was a receptionist. I answered the phone and display advertising, and but I, I didn't tell Wally Parks that. I told him I worked for a newspaper, <laughs> and they picked up on this, you know, a, a sanctioning body that was discriminating against me, and they ran with it. And so NHRA gave in, uh, reinstated the license that they had, their division director had issued to me, and uh, but didn't tell me that I wasn't going to be let into a national event for another three years. So what it went on between 65 and 68, that's another whole story altogether. But I did go to the U.S. Nationals in 1970 with a dual engine, a top gas car, two Chevrolet blown, supercharged, injected, blown um, Chevrolet um, engines coupled together. That's insane. Yeah, Double Trouble was the name of the car, and I mean, oh, what an oil bath that thing would give you. But <laughs> I could not run as hard as I tried on gasoline. I could not squeeze 200 mile an hour out of that car. Just didn't have it in it. I uh, ran, you know, 198, 197, whatever. But um, I didn't. I missed the, the cut at Indy by two one-hundredths of a second. But Wally Park saw that I could drive, that I was, uh, I mean, it's so sold a lot of tickets, and they saw that. Um, you know, you weighed money in front of them, and that was the beginning of uh, a nice relationship I've had with the NHRA since. Oh, we've, you know, we've bucked horns and, and, and uh, gone back and forth over, you know, uh, gear ratio and things like that, that they, they change uh, rules and, you know, just drive the cost up. But um, I got along with NHRA could see that I was a, a crowd pleaser. And I always took uh, uh, treated the press with uh, the respect that they deserved. And I always, you know, the, the viewing public is very, you know, television viewing uh, fans. I'm very into making sure that they, you know, get to see a good show. But my main concern has always been the paying public, the people that pay, that come in the gate. That's what I paid attention to. And after I uh, left NHRA and I couldn't afford to run for them any longer, I went out on the road and I match raced. And I made, in 91 to 2003, and I made more money in those years doing invitationals than I made my entire career. Do you remember a drag strip in South Carolina called Spartanburg Dragway? I remember Blaney. I still have the record at Blaney. I ran, uh, I ran the first 200 there, I think. But I ran Garlitz there. I mean, it was Spartanburg. And that track was so narrow that when we left the starting line at night, mind you, of course, you know, when you put the power to it, you see fl the flames shoot up out of the, uh, uh, the headers. Mm -hmm. Track was so narrow that when we had the power on, my right bank and his left bank crossed. Really? Yeah. Uh, Bobby Bennett, who has 
Competition Plus. He was a guest on our radio show. He has a picture of it. That's but, crazy. But I still have I still have the uh, the record at that track. It still stands. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, Shirley, it has been an absolute honor talking to you. But real quick well, before we let you go, yes. I want to ask you a little bit about Shirley Kids and what you do with the charity. Thank you, thank you. I, I love race, uh, you know, bench racing. So I, I get away from more important, you know, more important things. But uh, really Shirley's nice. Kids. I was lucky enough to get introduced to a great group of people down in Houston, and they own the Lupe Tortilla Mexican restaurants, the best Mexican food, bar none, anywhere. And they wanted to um, start a foundation. They wanted to do something for the, the fans, fans you know, that are connected in some way to drag racing. Uh, and uh, what happened was they, they formed a... 501c3 charity and they named it after me how how could i how could i refuse how could i say no i can't you know because most of my uh all of my charities have always been you know when they call and i said look if it doesn't have four legs i am not giving you any money you know so but um i i took them up on it and we had a last year was the first year, and we had a marvelous year. And uh, Mr. Holt, Stan Holt, who owns the re- restaurants, it's his charity. I'm lucky enough to have my name on it, but Stan Holt is the person that deserves all the credit. Well, I couldn't People, think of a better face to have on that charity, though. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, he is just such a generous man, and uh, we do, we you know we try to keep it a, the end result. Uh, bring the kid to the races, show get get all the racers up on the starting line for the driver introductions before first round, and the and the, the kids get to meet the the, the hot set up drivers. And then at the end of the introductions, we bring them up on stage and we introduce them to the crowd. And I mean, it's a big deal to a little kid, you know. And uh, huh, lo and behold, then we turn around and Stan Holt hands him a check for five thousand dollars. That's awesome. That's awesome. So that's what that's what. So we were able to do this with help from some of the sponsors. Uh, you know, Jag Automotive, they've, they've helped us. Uh, um, Chrysler's helped us a little bit. But in, in Texas, uh, Shell Oil helped us. Uh, there's quite a few people that have, uh, I'd like to see more racers with our decal on their cars. Hello, That's and right. uh, yeah. Well, That's it takes right. me. I guess I'll have to chase him down, but I get a little tired of that. But John Force, he's uh, and Clay Milliken. He they they have uh, they run our decal, and Erica Enders she runs our decal. So uh, you know you know we're new. We're 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 just start. This will be our second year. And uh, we have a little a little boy coming to Charlotte. That's be my first outing uh, at the Z-Max race. And this little boy is coming all the way from Detroit down here. Has no idea what's in store for him. He has cystic fibrosis, and I, I, I'm pretty sure that he's um, um, his time is limited. So we have to deal with that, and it it you know it, it hurts. Uh, you know, who, who doesn't want to help a sick kid, you know? So-
So uh, if you, it's it's good to come to the drags, see it live. Uh, you know, I I urge anybody that hasn't seen a live drag race to to do yourself a favor, uh, catch an NHRA national event, and then you can see sh- uh, what happens with Shirley's kids. And uh, if not, if you can't do that, then you can go in on the internet to Shirley'sKids.org, and you can read up on it and see you know the good that we did or Stan Holt did last year and uh, where we're going this year. So it's uh, I'm I'm pretty excited. It gives me a chance to give something back, to be you know to be uh, again part of the sport and do some good. And uh, you know, uh, it's the only thing I know. It's the only thing I've ever done my entire life. Is I'm a drag racer. And, and you've made a good life doing it. I love it. It's it's everything in the world to me. Drag racing. Well, Shirley, it has been an absolute, absolute thank honor you. talking to you. I hope you have a very happy Valentine's Day, and thank you so much for being part of our show. Well, thank you very, very much. Valentine's Day, not a favorite day of mine. <laughs> I was married on Valentine's Day. I didn't divorce him on Valentine's Day. Well, but said, I said him back and... <laughs> well, I'm single this Valentine's Day, so if you're looking for a date, you know my number. Well, I'll, okay. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what you can do for me. Don't root for that napa car because, <laughs> because he tunes the napa car so i have nothing against, i mean he's the driver's not guilty by association uh, you know i like ron caps but his crew chief do not root for that car if you want to do me a favor we can make that promise <laughs> uh, I tell you what, we'll make a promise with you there okay Surely, guys thank you so much you have it's a wonderful been, night man i i will it's been fun thank you so much thank you bye-bye bye-bye, bye-bye. All right, guys, thank you for listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On the Valentine's Day segment. The Valentine's Day edition with Miss Shirley Muldown. I tell you what, that was a great interview, wasn't it? All yes. Right? All right, guys, like I said, you're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 106.3. W-O-R-D. Thanks for listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Interact, share, and connect with Rob and Odd Rod. Hit the on-air button at 1063WORD.com. Scroll to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Find out more about the show. Listen on demand at Interact 24-7. Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Supercharged Auto Talk. On 1063WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.